this is Carrie Peters and Stacey Morgenstern and welcome to Better Than Ever, a Health Coach Institute podcast where we're here to question how we do life because the normal rules no longer apply. Hey everybody, it's Carrie Peters and I'm here with the Ms. Stacey Morgenstern. I'm going to start calling you the Ms. Stacey Morgenstern. <laughs> that I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it sounds somehow even more official. It feels like I gives me some status or something. That's the. right. The Miz. I think that's a thing. That I'm unique and one and only. Yeah. Yeah. And we're here today um, on the podcast. First of all, thanks for joining us. It's so much fun to have you here and to get to have some uh, juicy chats with you. And today we're going to be talking about accountability, which is like such an enormous topic for anyone who's a coach or who's interested in coaching or really anyone who's interested in improving any facet of their lives, whether it's health or body or money or business or relationships, um, because accountability is one of the key things that creates change. I think, Stacy, one of the reasons that accountability is so important is that we don't see ourselves accurately. We don't necessarily like, I think, well, I'm, I'm eating pretty healthy, but if I'm not really sharing what I'm doing with someone else, then there's a lot that I'm probably doing unconsciously. You know, like I might think, well, I'm saving money pretty well, but am I really, <laughs> you know, like if I was sharing my expenditures every day with an app like Mint or with a bookkeeper or whatever, then I might see like, oh, actually, wait a minute, I spend know, $10 a day on some kind of fancy juice, something or other. And maybe that's important to me and maybe it's not. But I think that when when it's just us alone, isolated, Mm -hmm. I don't think we have a clear picture of what it is that we're actually doing. And if you don't have a clear picture of what it is that you're actually doing, it's very hard to start making changes that yield a really big result because you don't necessarily know where you're starting from. So whenever you're looking to make a change, there's somewhere that you want to go, a new destination. But if you don't know your starting point, it's really hard to get to that new destination. It may be farther or closer than you think. So accountability is really, I guess you could also say, use the word transparency. Well, it also makes me think of the word integrity when I imagine uh, that there's what I do when no one's looking and there's the way that I wish to be in the world or how I would wish others to see me if they were on the outside looking in, it feels like it also is in the territory of integrity and uh, transparency is sort of the bridge between that accountability and integrity. Mm, I think we should say that again. <laughs> Transparency is the bridge between integrity and accountability. Well, how interesting. Yeah, I do find that interesting. And the same way with even gossip, which can, uh, there's the, the thinking out loud, like being able to talk about your life and your relationships or your money or your career or your inner conflicts to be able to talk about them out loud. And when they involve another person, if you're speaking negatively and they're not there to represent themselves can be gossip. So 
checking yourself for accountability, integrity, and the desire for transparency, which builds intimacy with each other. Checking yourself is, would I say this if the person was here in the room with me now? Mm. And then that feels like a good check in alignment with what you just offered up this piece of is what I'm doing what I would want to have seen and where do I almost like lie to myself or go behind my own back right where I'm not holding myself accountable or in integrity with how I want to live and then feeling frustrated and disappointed about it which again like then sort of collapses in on ourselves <laughs> yeah I mean there's just a a a, a real um uh, opposite of isolation. So when you're, when you have accountability and you have someone that you can connect to a coach, a mentor, a colleague who can help hold you accountable, you're not, you can't, it's hard to go behind your old, your own back. I mean, you're, mm -hmm. gonna, it's hard for us to, to lie to somebody about what we're doing. <laughs> and you don't really want to do that. It's like you, we, if we want changes, then usually we're, even though change can be difficult, um, I think a, of accountability person uh, as also sort of a life raft because oftentimes we get to a point where some area of our lives feels really, really painful. And it's so painful that it's hard to sort of stand it anymore. Um, if you're someone who's listening and you hate your job and you're, you know, been thinking about becoming a coach and researching coach trainings and, and you've been sort of in research and looking and thinking about it mode for a good long time, but you haven't pulled the trigger and done anything about it then an accountability partner is going to be able to say, hey, I've noticed that it's been years that you've been thinking about your dream and not doing it. What's up with that? Mm. There's, there's no hiding from that anymore and going like, wow, yeah, why am I, what is it that I, I about the way I'm thinking or what I'm believing that's telling me I don't get to have the career that I want? Because a lot of people have a wonderful career as a coach. So why wouldn't that be me? Mm. that's where an accountability partner comes in so strongly. I mean, and again, that can be a coach that you hire. It can be a friend. It can be a family member. Um, it can be somebody who's in a training with you as long right. as somebody. Yeah. It, well, it, it makes me uh, think to my tagline for my health coaching business, which was show up for yourself. And the reason why I chose that tagline is because we're so likely, uh, more likely to show up for other people. We've been taught that it's rude or that you're a flake or if, if you're not showing up for other people. And we don't want to really let other people down or disappoint them. Uh, we often even sacrifice ourselves uh, to show up for other people. And the flip side of that on the, the, the positive side is that when we have that person it can help, it can be the training wheels for us showing up for ourselves. So for example, 
uh, I still have a health coach. I've all, since I got into health coaching, I've always had a health coach for myself. Do I know what's right for my body to eat? Yes, I know. But that's, we know that, 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 that knowing like what to eat or whatever is only part of the equation. The, the other part of the equation is actually following through and doing what serves, doing what makes you come alive and not defaulting into some of the habits that we've had because defaulting into old habits actually feels easier in certain moments. We default to old coping strategies, even that, that help us in the moment, but then a half an hour, an hour later, or a day later, we actually don't like the consequences of those old default habits. And until we're able to fully show up for ourselves, then we really need someone else. It's our training wheels. And I choose to continue to have that, it, even though the ultimate is yes, that I would be able to do all of these things on my own. I would be able to wake up every day and, and exercise or meditate or write or um, hold to my creativity and make my life, be the creator of my life, be so empowered. Um, and I'm work in progress. I notice that I, I like that I can have assistance in that and feel um, not feel any guilt or shame that I'm not doing it all on my own and holding it all together on my own. And so that tagline of show up for yourself, it's a partnership between you and your coach that builds that training wheels of trust within yourself to choose what is most enlivening for you, for your body, for your health, to promote your aliveness. And I feel like, wow, wouldn't the world have a greater sense of intimacy and connection if we all had that kind of accountability partner? And like you said, Carrie, it doesn't have to be a coach. It can be a friend or a group of friends or your spouse. Um, someone, another human being to be partnered with that is somewhat tracking, tracking you um, to show up for yourself, to be that stand for your greatness. And I just, I think that that's such a beautiful concept um, of partnership and, and what accountability can, can be. I agree. And, you know, I know there are lots of apps for lots of things. Like if you want to get healthy or set a budget or, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. And I, I think apps are great. I mean, they, it just depends on your personality, but at least for me, I noticed that it's easier for me to not be totally honest with a phone, yeah. <laughs> you know, if maybe, but with a person I, who who's really drawing me out, it's, almost impossible for me not to get to like the truth of what I am or am not doing in the direction of what I want. And so I'm not saying apps aren't useful or don't use them. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that um, having it, that human connection, Stacy, that you were talking about, I think is really, really valuable. Yeah. Well, you know, the one thing that uh, the app is is dependent, yes, on you filling out your information and you engaging with it. As you can say that uh, a coach or an accountability partner is also dependent on 
on the, the connection that's there, but there's a feedback loop that I feel in a human interaction that I've never been able to attain with an app ongoingly. Yeah. Plus, you know, I think sometimes in our lives when we're going after a goal, we don't necessarily know how to get there. And Mm. it can be really easy to just dismiss the goal because you don't know how it's, it's like we go, I want to lose 30 pounds. I've tried everything. I don't know what to do. I don't know how, so I might as well just not even try. Or I might might as well not learn another way. Or, you know, there's like a, where when you have the, the sort of human interaction and that feedback loop, it, you know, someone can draw out new solutions, new possibilities, new paths to what it is that you want. You know, sometimes we just can't see, like, you know, we started the podcast by saying we just don't necessarily see ourselves accurately. And there's, you know, the whole phrase or uh, uh, saying that you can't see the, f- the forest for the trees or, mm-hmm. you know, we just having another perspective that is different than ours and someone who can see more for us than we can see for ourselves and more possibilities, more pathways. I mean, Stacey, even forget coaching, like, haven't you been talking to friends at times and a friend has a problem and you're like, oh, well, you could do this. You could do that. You could do this. You could do that. You know, you can see mm-hmm. so many options and possibilities and solutions, but your friend is like really stuck and can't see any of those. So I feel like accountability with another person really helps us get past that. But how am I going to X? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I like that. There's a really cool quote um, from... Bob Proctor that says accountability is the glue that ties commitment to the result. Ooh. Another bridge, another bridge. (laughs) (laughs) OMG, another bridge. So that if you have a commitment and no accountability, you're probably not going to have a result. There's something so, it feels like maturity to me uh, and empowerment. Mm. That level of knowing what you want and a commitment to that trajectory and a, uh, a letting go of the habits of victimhood um, and uh, like a passivity of just, uh, this is just how, how it is. Um, and a great self-awareness of, wow, the default habits that I have are not leading me closer to where I want to be. And it's time to change that and to get and serious about changing that. That's right. So a noticing that, wow, I've been doing it a certain way and I'd like to do it different. What support do I need? And there's an account, like a maturity in, in embracing accountability that if I'm not living the life I want, or if I'm not seeing the results that I want, where can I hold myself accountable and choose differently? I think just even knowing that you can choose differently is sort of liberating. 
Well, and that, what a great point that you make. You can always choose differently. It's just that we often have an impoverished menu of options and feel stuck. Like we don't have a choice because we don't know what choices there could possibly be. And that comes from a limited perspective or a limited, uh, maybe a stunted creativity. So in what way does creativity, is creativity being invited into my life? That's, wow, what an interesting thread to follow. I'm feeling stuck. I'm not getting the results I want. I feel a little bit victim-y here because like, ugh, life isn't fair. My life isn't what I want it to be. I don't have space or time or money for myself to do the things that I want to do. And I don't get to have that. So I don't get to have that. And just noticing that in that is a, uh, a lack of creativity. So what is, problems are not, problems. I've been having this great reframe that problems, I know the, the common saying problems are opportunities, but actually I've been framing it recently as problems are invitations. Mm. So what is being invited here? What is being invited to be healed? What is being invited to evolve? And what creativity is needed or being invited in order to make that change, to make that evolution with grace. That's really beautiful because it's, I, I feel like that's even more profoundly beautiful than problems or opportunities. Cause it's sort of like, I feel when I think about an opportunity, like I should be able to ho hum, let's go make it an opportunity. I'm going to make lemons out of lemonade. Whereas thinking about an invitation is so much allows your um, curiosity to come forward. And yeah. Well, I'll go, sorry, I'm interrupting. I was going to say, just even, even, in the, even in the thought of that and the curiosity coming forward, I notice my mind already starting to open to possibilities that even if I don't know what they are, I'm already becoming curious, like, ooh, an invitation to what? What might be here for me? Interesting. Yes. And I, I mean, it's really has been helping me to pull myself out of despair. Mm. Um, and that in order to rise into that accountability, like realizing that we are always creating our experience. So what are you promoting or allowing <laughs> or creating in your experience right now to see yourself as that creator, to hold yourself accountable to that? And if something really, really challenging or adverse is happening in your life, um, then to consider that as an initiation. So it's both, there's the invitation and sometimes what accompanies that is an initiation. So <laughs> I've recently had some personal challenges in my life with in my family and uh and realizing like wow there who do i need to become in order to move through this next stage so there's something being invited and there's something being initiated that's really amazing and and i, I think you bring up something very interesting which is that we've talked about accountability in the context of uh, sort of things that we want to accomplish in our lives. But there's also 
accountability of who we're being and who we want to be. And that we're being in relationship to others. Like we, we have partners and spouses and lovers and friends and family and clients and colleagues. And, and who is it that we want to be in the world? Um, and this initiation uh, is interesting because it's calling us to be more of ourselves. Um, but I remember the first time I, I, I encountered this concept, I, I saw um, Jack Canfield speak. And Stacey, I don't think you were with me. Maybe you were or maybe you weren't. Do you remember seeing Jack Canfield yes. speak? We remember we got a picture with him. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And I was so excited because, of course, as any good, you know, personal growth junkie, you get to see Jack Canfield talk like, ooh, I was so excited. <laughs> and um, I remember Stacey he was talking about a practice of his, which was holding himself accountable to the kind of father and husband that he was, and that he would talk to his children, do you say children or maybe just his wife, but he would check in and say, how am I doing? Hmm. How, how, who am I, you know, as, as the person I'm being right now, how's that, how, how is that for you? And I remember being literally stunned because of course at that time in my life, I dated terrible people who never would have asked that question <laughs> ever. I was like, wow, there's somebody who would have so much desire to be um, a contribution to the lives of the people that he cares about, that he's willing to hold himself accountable to someone else's um, uh, estimation of, of how he's doing as, as a husband. I, I thought that was incredible um, to be able to look at uh, who am I being and who would I like to be instead. There's a, a, a paradigm that, that we share in our transformational coaching method, which is the primary coaching methodology that we teach at Health Coach Institute. And that paradigm uh, says, you're always winning the game you're playing. And I love that one, Stacey, because when it comes to accountability, if we don't get accountability for who we're being or what we're doing, then we're kind of playing the game of, of hiding out and we're winning that game. Mm -hmm. but, but if you would like to choose to play a different game, like to go after your dreams or to have a career that you love or to be healthy or to be, have a solid financial foundation or to attract a soulmate, um, then what would it be like to win at that? Like what game, what's the different game that you'd have to play than you're currently playing? And it's hard to change a game on your own. Mm -hmm. Hard to change your own racket. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. At, I'm good at my racket. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, um, I, I heard my stepmom who has been really like a mother to me since I was seven years old and she's a very wise woman but she once said to me we learn to hold ourselves accountable in the end but we still fail to ask for help in the middle hmm. so it's like at, at the end you get to the end of life and you may be filled with regret or you may be filled with wow that was a, a life well lived I blazed my own trail I, I, I did what I wanted to do I did what I came here to do. And so at the end, you know, on your, on your, on your deathbed, like you are accountable to your actions. And, uh, um, 
and what kind of determines that in the middle is being there is like a being true to ourselves and there's also the willingness to ask for help to be who you want to be um so i feel like this is where coaching is a revolutionary concept and in a way it shouldn't be like it should be no surprise to that that everyone should have a a person you know, did you ever watch Grey's Anatomy where they would say, like, will you be my person is between the two main characters, the two women and their best friends? Oh, I think and I had dropped off by that time. I didn't yes. last very long with Grey's. <laughs> but this idea, and that person doesn't have to be a romantic partner. In fact, it might not be. And that's where I think the beauty of coaching comes in because it's not that entanglement of uh, romance it's just simply somebody standing again for your greatness, for your aliveness, for your well-being. And, and it can be a romantic partner, but this idea that it's not like the single people are left out of that equation. And that's a pretty a revolutionary concept. And I hope one that someday is so normal that it's absurd to imagine the world without it. Yeah, like everyone has a coach. That's just what what that's just what is. Like of course. Of course. Yeah, of course. So what might be interesting as you're listening to this podcast and as we come to a close, which <laughs> I don't wanna I wanna keep talking. <laughs> but I think it's something we teach about in our Become a Health Coach training at Health Coach Institute is something we call the big five. And that's the big five areas of your life where life is sort of reflecting to you how you're doing, not in terms of material achievement, but in terms of alignment to your truth. So the big five is health, money, your career, uh, love, and that which is greater. So some might say spirituality, some might say religion, it's whatever feels larger than you, for you. So in every single one of those five areas, when you look around your life, you can look and see, well, what is, what is this particular part of my life reflecting to me? And am I closer to what's true for me or am I further away? And something that might be a great exercise um, for all of us is to make a list of those big five and really, you know, decide for yourself what is the thing that you want in your career this year? And what is the thing that you want for your health? And what is um, the thing that you want for your love relationships or for your money or for your connection to that which is greater? And once you have those listed down, to ask yourself, what would stop me from taking these desires seriously? As seriously as anything else I, I've ever been serious about in my life. Because you moving forward in a powerful way to connecting to what's true for you and expressing it is your greatest contribution to the world. So when you hold back on what it is that you want and getting accountability around that, you're almost cheating the world of your greatest gifts. 
So as you go through this exercise of naming what you want in every single one of those areas, I would encourage you to choose the one that feels the most alive for you. And perhaps if you're listening to this podcast, it has to do with career and money and hoping that you can have a career that makes you money, that feels good to you and is meaningful and has an impact in the world. And making a decision to get accountability around that. And maybe it's investing in a training like become a health coach, or maybe it's investing in a coach, or maybe it's asking a friend to be an accountability partner for you on getting serious that by the time you get to, you know, this date next year, things are not going to look the same as they look now, that they're going to be different and that your investment in accountability is what's going to help make it so. And one of the ways that we want to help you hold yourself accountable, particularly in the area of health, if that's an area where you feel like you want to make a, a leap and make strides, we have a really exciting um, sort of event coming up in July with HCI. It's called Jump Into July. And as a community, we're going to hold each other accountable to get up every day and just move three times a day. Maybe it's a dance party, maybe it's a walk, maybe it's sprints on a treadmill, maybe it's a yoga class, maybe it's hula hoops, whatever. <laughs> Just so we're all as a community getting up and moving three times a day. And we can be accountability buddies for each other on our social media, sort of everywhere that you'd find HCI online. We're going to be jumping into July. And I hope that you come join us and you can register for this, it's totally complimentary. This is just an accountability challenge for all of us to take our health to the next level. And you can register at healthcoachinstitute.com slash jump into July. And I know I'll be doing self-care check-ins and all kinds of things. It's going to be a really a lot of fun. And we're all going to get to move forward together to a, a healthier place. <sighs> so... Stacy, I think that concludes our discussion on accountability. I, I'm, I'm appreciative um, of your insights. I really am going to be taking away this idea of an invitation and an initiation. Mm. <laughs> You're well. smart. You're smart, <laughs> Nope. It's only being able to turn what is real for us into um, and, and, and reveal to share, share our own personal journey and may it serve. Indeed. And that's one of the things that we enjoy so much on this podcast where we get to have sort of an uncensored conversation about what's up. And we get to have that conversation with you who we really love. Uh, so thanks for being with us and we'll see you on the next one. See you on the next one. Thanks for tuning in to Better Than Ever, a Health Coach Institute podcast. For more information on our programs, please go to www.healthcoachinstitute.com. Comment and share if you like what you hear.